Our first guest is on a bike these days, cycling. Her name, Lynn Harley. Yes, like the motorcycle. She's in Manitoulin Island this evening in Ontario. Great to talk to you, Lynn. Thanks so very much for joining us. Well, thanks, Richard. It's a pleasure to be here. I want to get to the why you're doing this in a moment. But you left Saskatchewan when? Towards the end of June? Uh, on June 19th, I started my tour, yeah. From Pike Lake what's, Provincial Park in Saskatchewan. What's, what's it been like every day? How many clicks are you doing? Well, first of all, I'm going to... Um, <laughs> Add the disclaimer that I'm a senior, so I've never done anything like this before, and uh, I'm not really tied to a schedule, and I've actually had to um, make an adjustment on my trip. So I cycled from um, Saskatoon to Winnipeg, and then I took the train actually from Winnipeg to Sudbury, and I've started again just because I have some medical advice and was told to not put myself, you know, at a place where there wasn't a lot of services and where the train and everything would be really grueling. So, so I for been, you for um, doing that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, one of the things that I like to coach people in is that what if it could be a yes and instead of an either or. So when I got to Winnipeg, I thought, you know, I don't want to just quit, but I really would like to keep going. So what's, <clears throat> what's the option for me here? And so that was the decision that I made. Good for you. Um, I'm a cyclist and uh, I've done some cycle tours before and it can certainly be a, a challenge. But the challenge yeah. is one that you take up um, because, and, and you know, this is about raising awareness. Uh, you're hoping to raise money towards this as well. Uh, and I want to spend some time talking about this. And can you tell us about the phone call? that you got because that changed that changed things didn't it yes it did so five years ago <clears throat> excuse me when I was bringing my kayak out of Pike Lake Provincial Park I received the phone call that my younger brother had been found dead and he had struggled his whole life with mental health issues the cause of death wasn't determined but um, previous to this he had attempted at different times and uh, yeah it was really difficult to get that news and to just um, to digest it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've been sitting outside around a fire here, so my, <laughs> I think I got some smoke. But, um, you know, as I kind of worked through my own grief, grief and moved forward with my life, I was inspired to write the book that I've just had published called What If You Could? And when I was writing it, I was already wanting to... Um, to do something in terms of really a celebration or memory of my brother. So I had already started to look at organizations across the country that supported mental health. And I found one called Jack.org. And I was really um, taken by their vision. Uh, it was started by the parents of Jack. And he was a young man who committed suicide in his first year at Queen's University. And they said that when he did this in 2010, they had no idea he was struggling. So as a result of his death, uh, his parents, Eric and Sandra, went on to create Jack.org. And their mission is to really revolutionize how we look at and open up the conversation around mental health so that youth, especially who are struggling, are able to come forward and get the support they need. And I also love this organization because although it was started in Toronto, they serve all of Canada and they're in every province and in the territories. So... I just, um, I liked what they were doing. It seems really proactive and I'm learning a lot just as a result of, you know, looking into what they do and t 
talking to people. And sadly, 25% of all youth deaths in our country are attributed to suicide. And that's startling, really. It it is a crisis among um, young people uh, and certainly young adults, uh, young adult boys and and men as Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Can you... Can you tell us about Craig? Tell us a little bit about Craig and, and your relationship with him, because I want people to to know who Craig was. Well, I, I think that Craig was, he was, he was very smart. He was very intelligent. And, you know, he started out probably similar to Jack. He went to university. He graduated with honors and, uh, you know, was sort of one of those people who you thought would do well in life. And so I think, you know, there's so much that we don't know about mental illness, but he kind of mm-hmm. sort of wanted, he just sort of dropped out of life in his mid-20s. And, um, and I guess what I remember about him is he was very sensitive. He was very caring. He was really a gentle soul. And, um, and, and I think, I don't know, I just always sort of felt a kinship with him. We had some really long conversations, some great conversations and, um, and, you know, he was, I have three sons and they just have great memories of, of how interested he was in their lives. Like he was a great listener. He, he was a good conversationalist, you know, so there's just, um, just really a puzzle, I think, mental health and you know you often see two different sides of people or you see the one that they maybe present to the world and then there's the other side that there's obviously a lot of darkness for for them at times in their life too so the people that i am close to that struggle with mental health issues um are uh, very gifted they're Mm -hmm. smart they are very talented Yes, they have demons. In some cases, they self-medicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have great days. They have low days. They have days where they want to be alone. They have days where they're on top of the world. There, mm-hmm. there are days when the room is just so bright with their presence. And there are days when you know it's dark because they're low as well. Mm-hmm. And we all are touched by that because sometimes our mood is dependent on their mood as family members. Um, and it takes a tremendous toll on those survivors because we always ask the question of, what if I had done this differently? Or what if that loved one had decided to pick up the phone and call for help. But the one thing that I've certainly learned in, in my journey is that every day you try your best and Mm -hmm. um, sometimes your best isn't good enough, but you have to find a way. And I know your way right now is your journey and it's spreading that word and it's meeting people. And I know you've met people coast to coast as you go through this journey now and you hear those stories, and I know that that's so very therapeutic to you, isn't it? Well, and I just think that one thing about being on a bike, you don't do anything fast. And what I'm learning <laughs> is that, seriously, if you're not in a hurry, everybody has a story. You know, and I was really touched. Like, I've made a card because when I started my tour, my book was not fully published and for sale. And it is now. So I have a little business card 
that talks about the tour, you know, and people can directly donate to Jack.org. But every book now that sells a portion of the sale will go to Jack.org for the rest of my life. And, um, yeah, I just think that, you know, I went in to get my hair cut the other day in Lively and just spent a few minutes with a woman who cut my hair. There was no one else in the shop. Gave her my card, told her what I was doing, and she said, you know, I've struggled with mental health, especially since my husband's death. And she was probably in her early 40s. And I just, you know, told her what I was doing and that we all live on the spectrum of mental health. I think we all do. I mean, after my brother's death, my mom had died a year earlier. I mean, my mental health was, you know, grief is grief is a painful and, and difficult process to go through. And, you know, that I got got to my place where I was staying that night and I got the most beautiful email from her. She reached out through my website and just said, you know, before you came into the shop that morning, I'd been crying. She says, in fact, I composed myself when you came into the shop. And she said, you know, our short conversation meant so much to me. And I just want you to know that even though we didn't spend a lot of time together, I was really impacted by what you're doing. And that just touched me. So since then, we've communicated. And um, she's following me now, and we've emailed back and forth. But I just said, you know, I really appreciated her sharing that with me because I've been, you know, pa- passing out cards for the last few months. But just the the stories that people have shared with me, and I think because I'm open about what I'm doing and my why, and I've been affected by somebody who lived with mental, you know, distress, um, that people are just, they're, they, they want to talk about it. So it's been a, I've had a really wonderful experience. It's been, yeah, I'd say it's been even more healing and it's, exceeded my wildest expectations. I've just had such incredible, um, I'm just going to say divine synchronicities that have happened and the people I'm meeting and I just want to call them angels, people who are opening their homes to me and taking me in and supporting me and feeding me, packing a lunch and sending me off into the, to the, you know, and, and there's days I don't know where I'm going. And it just seems that there's always somebody I meet that just, you know, I just, feel their kindness and and generosity and and I think you know even the fact that I can focus on the goodness in the world and just not what's wrong you know sometimes we get very caught up in the news and the negativity so this has been a really powerful positive experience for me what if we could tour for mental health we'll continue our conversation and let you know how you can get involved lynn harley is our guest you can always send me a note, you can text me at one 399 I'm Richard, in for Ben. Richard Cloche in for Ben. Check out her website at www.linharley.com, L-Y-N-N-E-H-A-R-L-E-Y.com. Lynn is doing this for Craig, who died of suicide. And learning and spreading the word, learning about herself as well. Uh, She started in Saskatchewan, came to Winnipeg on cycle, took the train to Sudbury and is in Manitoula Island in Ontario this evening. Um, Sitting around the fire, talking about that and meeting some amazing Canadians. And I think, Lynn, you're so right. We all have a story that we want to share. We all have a conversation. And I'm wondering, not only in 
the time since Craig has passed away and the conversations that you've had, but this has been, and I'll use the word almost spiritual for you in the sense that um, you sit down around a fire and you have those conversations and in itself, those connections are therapeutic. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything, everything about this has felt inspired even from the idea that I got for this book. I mean, I just feel like it was a download and it's a beautiful story about um, a little caterpillar who can think. So we know that a caterpillar without thought will become a beautiful butterfly. And I think, you know, that's just really the uh, potential and possibility that's within each of us. And it seemed like it was very much in alignment with the whole idea of mental health, because when we're living with mental wellness, we are going to hear from two voices, no matter, you know, especially when we're getting ready to start something new or venture off to a place where we're out of our comfort zone. And so in this story, the little caterpillar who desires more is hearing from a voice that goes, well, who do you think you are? Flying? Drinking nectar? You know, and then there's the other voice that says, but what if you could? you know, believe and a way will be made. And so, like I said, that felt inspired. And the way this trip has come together, I mean, I wasn't planning to cycle. Um, There's just so many synchronicities. And, you know, when I started this trip, I remembered how much Craig loved to cycle as a youth. And I went to visit his grave site for the first time since his marker is in uh, when I was in Winnipeg. And there's a bicycle on the corner of the marker you know, and seeing that just really, just, I don't know, just tied everything together that I'm doing. And like I said, the conversations I'm having, the people that are just showing up, I'm calling them angels because I'm really having some pretty phenomenal experiences. And I've been posting and people are just as wowed as I am when I'm, you know, when I share them. So it has been pretty amazing. And that's important, but it is so very important to have those conversations as a brother, as a sister, as a parent, as an uncle, as an aunt, mm-hmm. with family, with with friends about this, and if um, and to listen, the one thing I've learned is to listen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Then, if we want to help out, how can we do that? Well, I actually have a donor page, so people can donate directly to jack.org. This is a beautiful organization. There's great resources for um, anybody, you know, in terms of just tapping into where they are in their own mental health, but also supporting somebody who might be struggling to get them the support they need. So jack.org slash what if you could tour will go directly to my donor page, and you can make donations there and receive a receipt for income tax. And for anybody who buys the book, it's a picture book, a a children's book. But to me, it's the next, oh, the places you'll go by Dr. Zeus. It could be a book that you give to a graduate, to somebody who's maybe starting fresh after loss or maybe a new job or they're venturing to move to a new city. And it's just a beautiful story of transformation. And the message is for anybody because we're always undergoing change. And often I think... Like I said, when we're not in a place of mental wellness, it's really hard to know which voice to really, you know, listen to and believe in. So the book is available. 
and the book is available now on Amazon. If, if people visit my website, all the links are there for either the book purchase or to make a donation directly to Jack.org. And a portion of every book that sells will be donated to Jack.org. So I would love the support of anybody listening. www.lynnharley.com Thank you, Lynn. Good luck. Thank you so much, Richard. I appreciate this opportunity to share what I'm doing.